0: We're up to the et Tessam at three lines from the bottom, just to review. We started with um, a cryptic brysa that Rav Yaakov, Rav Yaakov said that if you have a, an ox that belongs to a cherish and that gores, it's chayev So we said, well, what, what's the case? So in the Gemara, this is the evolution of the Gemara. At first you'll say, well, It means it's just a tam. Then the Gemara says, why would you say chayev chatzinezak? just say chayev. Throw that out. We're looking for something deeper. So the first Mahalach was from. The first Mahalach was Rav. Rava said like this Really, it's a mu'od. You did a basic Shmirah, but not a good Shmirah. Rav Yaakov holds that every mood is really 50% still a Tam. So a basic Shmirah works for a Mu'id, doesn't work for a Tam. So your Chayiv. The chay of because of the tam shaboy, not the muad shaboy. Okay, yeah. I have a question. Yeah, you gonna, you gonna? Know, that's fine. What I don't understand is that what's what's the, we're doing the shmir because of safety, right? To a certain extent. How come then once the uh, once the uh, kid uh, becomes thirteen years old? Yeah it goes back into, it automatically goes back to... So that that's, um, anytime there's a change in ownership, it goes back to being a tom. You have to say is that although the animal is as aggressive, but the the, the the owner now has a new opportunity, I guess, to watch it, or maybe that animal will be less aggressive with the new owner. And yes, it's a chiddish to say that it's the same kid, but now that he's bar mitzvah, he's a new owner. It's a chidosh. It's I'm not going to lie, it's a, it's a big chiddish. No, it's a new chayvus. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, but... But to say, it obviously has to do, probably has to do with our discussion that we once had of whether muad is you the Gavra, is it because the animal's aggressive? That's a good point. Now, the point is, so the, the first Mahalach was that it's chatsi Chatzinazek, just Tam. No, that's too posh. Rather, the second Mahalach was Rava, rav, rav, that Rava's Mahalach was that really it's a muad, and you didn't do a great Shmir, you did a a basic Shmira, which works for a muad but doesn't work for a tam and the chiddush of Rav Yaakov is Rav Yaakov holds that your chayiv chatzin ezek mitzad the tam shabbat, that every mood is still fifty percent of tam. Okay, then we had one more mahalach fine. That mahalach is what the Gemara wants to focus on. So let's just, let's just boil down what what we just said. It's a muad, okay. I did a basic shmira, but not a good shmira. A basic shmira works for a muid, so I'm not chayiv because it's a mu'id, but a basic shmira is not good enough for a tam, so I'm chayiv because of the tam shaboy. So why not just say it's a tam? Like, we st- the, the Gemara is like, the Gemara is like, why don't you just say chayiv chatzinez because it's a tam? The Gemara is like, no, nah, that's nah, too pasher. Then we said, so what's the case? It's really a mood, And I did a basic shmira, but not a good shmira. And I'm chayif, not because of the muid because of the tam So why am I chayiv? the tam? So just say tam. The Gemara just like once in a like we're, we're, we're putting a lot of like smoke and nerves, but like this com- it's a very complicated ukimta. But basically, if you boil down, you're paying because of the tam. So you could have just said tam, but what you ended up doing is saying no, it's a muid. And I did a basic shmira, which is not good for a tam. And every mood is still fifty percent of tam and a chayiv because it's of the tam shabbat. So just say tam, like. The, which, by the way, it's a strange question because the Gemara like offered that. The Gemara said tam. The Gemara thought it was poshav, and now the Gemara is like, let's go back to that. So the Gemara says like this. <laughs> focus on Rav is Mahal, which was the the the. The Mahalakh that I just mentioned, so according to Rava, it's really a muad, and he did a basic shmirah, which works for the muud, But the chiddush is that there's still fifty percent tam, and you have to pay for the tam Shaboy, Then adamuki Then why are we picking this complicated case? No kmi Just say it's a tam. And ilu rav Yehuda da'avil shmir pchusa v'lo'avil shmir meula ilu rav also ben Yakiv da'avil shmir klal. Then why not just say it's a tam? I, I just, just say it's a tam. I don't just say you're because it's a tam. Like, just keep it simple. Meaning, the brisa would be very simple. I have an ox that belongs to a and it's a tom, and, it, and, it, and the animal got out and, and, and gored. You're chayiv chatzin and the apotropis. Is appointed to pay for the Chai of chatzin esek. Just, just say that. So the gemara says, <laughs> meaning and uh, okay. So how much did you guard? So that's shaylam, how much you have to guard by a tam according to who Yehuda. A basic shmir does not work according to rev If It does whatever the case is. Just pick a Tom. You didn't guard it properly. Whatever that means. A gourd, you have to pay. And what's the chiddush? How come the And the chiddush is that we appoint an apetropis to pay for a tam, which we said yesterday is a machloikas tanoim. So instead of saying, meaning, why not just say it's a basic tam? Say no, no, that's too posh What, what did you do? It's a muid, and I did a basic shmirah, which works for a muid, but doesn't work for the tam. So I'm chayiv because of the tam shaboy. So why am I is It's the tam. So say tam. Just say tam. The answer is. This is very simple. This is a bigger Hiddish, Meaning, it could have done that. The Gemara chose to take a more complicated case that, yes, if you boil it down, you are paying because it's a Tam. But now we learned so much more. We learned that every Mood is 50% a Tam. We learned, we learned that a Tam, that a basic Shmir works for a Mood and not for a Tam. You're right. We could have just made it very simple, but we made it a little more complicated so you could learn more stuff. The Gemara says very simply, Amar this chadadis time. Meaning, he wanted to give you one teaching that has two reasons. Meaning, he could, yes, he could have just boiled it down. But now you learn so much more. But but why, no, I think the Gemara's point is, why not just, I think the Gemara's point is, no, I know, but the Gemara's point is, why not just pick the case as being a tam, and just keep it much more simple? And and that, the Gemara answers that, yeah, because you learn so much other things. Okay. Um, Ravina Omar, another uh, Mahalach in the Machloikas Tanoim if you remember the end of yesterday's da'af we brought a Machloikas between Yav Yaakov and Rav Yehuda um, about Rav Yehuda Omer, Rav the Mechaiv Rav Yaakov Mevichati Right? Rav this says Nezak Shalim, and Rav Yaakov says Chayev Chati so we said what was the Machloikas about? this is the end of yesterday's daf. that was Rabbi said Bar uh, Ula uh, I'm sorry, that was Abaya, Abaya explained the machhoikis, Rav Yehuda, and Rav Yaakov in the following way. It's talking about a muid. Again, you have an, an ox that belongs to Chershaz Bekaton that gores. Rav Yehuda is machhoikis nezak shalim. Rav Yaakov is chayav chatsi Nezek. This is the end of yesterday's daf. And we said, what's the machhoikis about? So Abaya said, the machhoikis is the case is it's a muid that you didn't guard at all. So Rav Yehuda says, you're chayav nezak shalim because it's a muid. Rav Yaakov says, no. You're chayav chatsi nezak because. Every cause every mood is still every mood is 50% atam. Every mood is 50% atam. And he holds that you're not you don't get a you don't have an apotropis pay for atam. Meaning we have this complicated machalikis. Again, review this as Chaiv Nezik. Shalom Ravyakev is Chaiv Khati nezek. What's the case? So we said it's a mood, it's an ox that belongs to Kheshad Z have an apatrapis, it's a mood and it gores, he didn't guard it at all. Mamish left the door wide open. And it gores. Rav says Nezik Shalim because it's a Mu'ad. Rav Yaakov says, no, no, no. Why? Because Rav Yaakov holds every Mu'ad is 50% of time, and we don't collect the time from the Khair Ha'itavikatan Zaks. So you're paying Chatzin Nezek of the Mu'ad Shabbat. As we had yesterday, that was the Mahalak. The Gemara is a much more simple way to explain the Mahalakas. Much more simple. And that is, uh, the Gemara says, Ravina Omar, Rishus Minayu. The case is, this is uh, stama shayla, a very, very simple uh, shayla we had before. Every time you change ownership, does that go back to a stam? Does it restart the clock? That's the macholgus. Meaning, you're going to have a muad. The case was, the ox was originally a mu'id. <laughs> The case is very simple. The case of that machloikis, whether you pay nezek shalim or chatsi nezek, is as follows. The animal was a muid when the apotropis was in charge. So you have a case of the kid who's under bar mitzvah. So the apotropis is in charge, it gores three times, become a muid. Then all of a sudden the kid comes bar mitzvah. You know what the machloikis is? Does it restart becoming a tam? Rav Yudah says, Nezek Shaleh, meaning it's still a muad. Rav Yaakov says, Chazi Nezek, because he holds that it reverts to being a tam. It's tam Any Anytime you change ownership, does it revert to being a tam, or does it remain being a muad? Okay. Rav Yudah Sabah. Are you Rav Yaakov Sabah. Rishos Mashana. Okay. Very simple uh, New discussion. This discussion we've had before, once in Shas. I don't remember where. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, we've had it before. Tan Rabbonin. Apatroppus and keifer. Oh, very interesting. You have this animal, this mood, yeah? Apatroppus is in charge. and they appoint Apatroppus. It's a mood. It gores, the, the Apatroppus pays. We had yesterday. Does the Apatroppus pay out of his own pocket and get reimbursed? Or does he go from the estate? Is a and I think But fine, as a What if the animal kills somebody? What if the animal, instead of hurting someone, kills someone? What's the halacha? When an animal, when a mu'ud kills someone, you have to pay a kaifer, right? You have to pay a penalty uh, for the value of that person to the victim's family. The question is if the apotropis of the yasoimim, if the animal kills someone, does the apotropis pay a kaifer from the yasoimim's estate? Says the Gemara, ain meshalman kaifer. We do not pay kaifer. Why? So, Gemara says, kufra kapara lav bene kapara ninu." You know what the explanation is? There's two ways to look at to look at kufra. You could look at it as a kapora, or you look at it as Meaning. I go and I take a, 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 a bat and I break the window of your car. Let's say it's hundred dollars. I pay you a hundred dollars. Is that a kapara? It's not a kapara. I owe you money. That's mammon, right? Kapara means think of kapara more like a knas. If I break your window, I pay you, that's mammon. that's not a Uh Let's say, though, I do something, I can't think of another example. But this case, my ox kills somebody. I pay the victim's family a certain amount. I think the value of them as a slave. It's from the Torah. It's called kaifer. What's the nature of this payment? There's two ways to look at it. You could look at it as a kapara, meaning... It's not like, whatever, it's not like I have to pay the money. My animal did it. And by the way, they're getting other monies. They're getting other forms. My animal's being killed. Like, don't, don't worry. So what's the point of the money? It's a kapara. It's a kapara. It's an atonement for the sin that I did by having my animal kill somebody. I need a kapara. And that's the kapara. Or it's momen. It's not a kapara. It's you owe the family money. It's the least you can do. So there's two ways to look at whether it's a kapara or it's momen. Could you say momen? Is that past knas? No, I, no, momen means that it's the money the family is rightfully owed. If it's kapara, it's more of a knas. What, the kofar, I'm talking yeah, yeah, no, I'm talking about kofar. The question is, is kofar considered an atonement and more of a knas, or is it mammon? It's No, it's money you owe the family. The Gemara understands that this opinion, that the Yisoyimim do not have to pay kofar, meaning the apotropis does not pay kofar out of the Yisoyimim's estate, is because it's really a kapara, and the Yisoyimim don't need a kapara. Meaning you only need a kapara when it's your animal and maybe you did something wrong. These are Yusayimim. These are, these are people that are not capable and therefore it's a whole thing's a kapara and love and, and, they, they don't need a kapara. So that's the understanding of it. Now, um, okay, it's interesting. Fine. The Shiloh, by the way, they bring that on the bottom, is the yamsha Shoshloi sakashas How come the Apotropos doesn't need a kapara? I guess the answer is it's not his animal. The point is the Yasimim. They don't need a kapara because well, what do you want? What do you want from them? If it's mumin, okay. So then their animal was mazik; they have to pay. But if it's a kapara, they're not bnei kaparanim. No. So who is the opinion that holds that koifer is a kapara? That's how you understand this this opinion. The is from the estate. This state, this state. this day. Even if he's coming out of his pocket, he's being reimbursed. So it's, it's eventually. The Abitropus is in the place of the usomim to pay. So because. If you, someone don't have a hair, why would you even assume that the the troopers? No, I, I could see the Shiloh being asked, because if the whole thing I is a Kapara, if the whole thing is a Kapara, then yeah, he, he was the one, it, was, it happened on his watch. The answer is it's not his animal. Yeah. It's, not his, it's not his animal so the point is the way to understand that the Yosayimim don't have to pay Kofor is because Kofor is a Kapara and then are not Kapara inu. who is the author of that opinion that koifer is a Kapara and not a financial responsibility it's a Kapara it's more of a Knast I believe it's the opinion of Ravishmal Yishma Bnei that koifer is a Kapara how so to Tanya we've had this recently that you have to pay kaifer. Here's the question. What is the value of Kaifer that you pay? Do you pay the victim's value? Or the uh, aggressor or the, the damager's owner's value, right? Ruvain's ox kills Shimon. So Ruben has to pay kaifer to Shimon's family. How much money does he give? Does he give Ruvain's value, the owner of the damager animal? Or Shimon, the victim's value? It's So the Gemara says, to so nizik, Ravishmore says you pay the value not of the victim you see most of us i think would say you pay the victim's value no 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 you pay the value of the damager the owner of the damager what's the shot in that the answer is it's mamush smakhoygas if you pay the victim's value it's a financial responsibility it's a financial responsibility so how much am i how much do i owe you money wise so the value of the victim why is Ravh Ravyahnan Benoishmal Benoish? Why does he say that you pay the value of the owner of the damaging animal, the aggressor's animal? Because it's a kapara, And I, the owner of the aggressive animal, need a kapara? That must be the tanoim. My lab bhaqimible. Is that not the makhloikis? The Rabbanon who feel that you pay the victim's value to court, to the victim's family, is because they hold its Maman And Rav Yishma, Benayashi Rechem Emreika, Sover Kufa Kapara. And he holds, no, the value that you pay is the value of the mazik. Why? Because it's a kapara. So it must be this makhloikis was whether it's kapara or momen. So the says, no. I'm Rafa No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with this. Very easy way to get out of it. Tekuli Kapara. Everyone could agree it's a kapara. Everyone could agree the foundation of the payment is kapara. The machloikis is how much kapara I have to give. Meaning, everyone could agree the whole foundation, the mahus of kaifer, (coughs) everyone could agree the concept of kaifer is kapara. So why does one say mazik and one say nizik? They're arguing about how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu says you have to pay to get a kapara. You can easily get out of it. Everyone agrees it's a kapara. How do you get a kapara? Everyone agrees it's a kapara base. It's not Muhammad base. My time there So what's the machleik? So now we we mentioned. There's a machlaikas, there's a machlaikas tanoim. How much do you have to pay? Do you pay the dame nizik or dame mazik? What's the machlaikas about? Nem rashita lamata, it describes the payment regarding the kaifer. The nem rashita and regards uh, payment regarding causing a, 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 if a, if a person hurts a woman and causes her to miscarry, you also have to pay. It says the word same word, kaifer. Now, mala the nizik. now over there, when you're paying for the value of the miscarried baby, you're paying for the value of the victim. You're obviously not paying for your own value, so just like over there, it's the victim. Avkam ben That's the Tanakh mashita. Rabbi Yechi, Rishma, Benay Shirechem, and Breika. When he says the mamazik, the nosa pidyon nafshik. He says very said pidyon nafshay, nafshay, the value of the aggressor. For Abbanon, and what do the Abbanon say? They say, "In you're right, pidyon nafshik." The answer is yes. The payment is a pidyon. The payment is a kapara. But miu but the nizik shamina. They say all the words. Pidyon just tell you is that this payment is to atone for your soul. That's true. How much you have to pay is the victim's value. So again, it's an easy way to get out of it. The Gemara continues the very interesting story. Mishakech Le or Rav Nachman of the Bar rava used to speak. Ravah used to praise Rav Acha Bar Yaakov. Rava used to tell Rav Nachman that Rav Acha Bar Yaakov is a choshev. So Rava used to praise Rav Nachman that Rav Acha Bar Yaakov is choshev. So Amar so Ibn Nachman said to Rava, you If I want to meet him. Whenever he comes to town, I want to meet him." So Yossi Gabeis and Rabbi Yaakov came to Rabbi Nachman. On um, Nachman asked him the following question. He asked him the following question, and we're going to see that he got stumped by this question. The question was, Here's the question: If Reuven and Shimon own an ox, how do you pay Kaifer? Ruben and Shimon are partners, 50-50 partners, and the animal <coughs> and the animal kills somebody. How do you pay Kaifer? So you'll say, well, here's the problem. Each one can't pay kaifer, because then the victim is getting double kaifer. Each one can't pay fifty percent because then they're not getting their own kapara. Right? If I did a sin that my soul needs to be atoned, I need to pay for my soul. But I can't pay for my soul because then so that was his question. It's, it's kind of interesting that that'd be the first question. First question he asked him. I, maybe he was learning this at the time. It's very interesting. Sha'ar shel shenei sholzim, ke'et's mesh'alman koifer. Mesh'alman hai Kaifer hai Kaifer, do each person, each partner pay 100% of the koifer. ever ha'arachim, arachim, arachim, koifer. The problem is that the victim is getting double payment. Hai chati koifer, hai chati koifer, so let each partner pay 50%, but koifer shalom, arachim, 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 koifer. Then each one is not, meaning... Is Kaifer basically, is Koyfer the victim receiving it? If the victim receiving it, then, he, then fine. But if it's I have to give, because that's part of my atonement process, I have to give my own value, then I can't if there's two partners. That was the question. So, Adios minus Rav Achab is thinking about this. He got a little stumped. So As he's thinking, Rav throws another question out. Throws another question. While he's thinking about the first question about koifer. I got another question about Kaifer. What's the second question? Amr Leitznan, it says in the Mishnah, Chayvei Erechen Mimashkichin Okay, we know there's a concept called Erechen, yeah? Erechen means that if I say Erechielai, so I say, I, 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 I basically, I'm making a donation to the Beis Now, the problem is, like many, not, not many times, but there are times in history where people promise to give donations to a shul, and they don't end the paying. So, that happens, right? Because there's not, sometimes, that you get all excited. But there's really no motivation to actually follow through with it. So what Bezdin would do is the Beis HaMikdash, if they ever heard that someone said a lie, and and they had the access to, they would take a mashkin against your will. Because let's say a guy said a lie, which means he has to pay $5,000 to the Beis HaMikdash. The Beis HaMikdash finds out about this. They will go to his house or send an emissary and say, pay. And if he's like, "Uh, I don't know, I can't They'll just take a mashkin. They'll take a mashkin. They'll take his Rolex and say, when you pay, you'll get it back. Now, the reason why they did this is because there was not a lot of motivation to just pay a tzedakah pledge. But, this is the Mishnah. But if, let's say, someone said, I'm going to give a chatas or an asham, they would not do this. Why? Because people were motivated to bring their karponus to get a kapara. I, don't, I, I want to bring a chatas because I don't want to be a sinner the rest of my life. You don't have to go through this process. I, I was self-motivated. So you don't need to think. That's the Mishnah. Here's the question that Rabbi Nachman is asking Rabbi Yaakov. No, Rabbi Yaakov is asking Rabbi Nachman. I'm sorry, Rabbi Yaakov is asking Rabbi Nachman. So he asked the first question about the shutvim, and then this is the middle of the second question. So Rabbi Yaakov says to him, what if, what if someone's chayv Kaifer? Would best would the Beis HaMikdash take a mashkin for someone who's chayv kofrin? On the one hand, do you say well, it's a kapara, so there's a motivation, or do you say?" It's not chattas. it's not really the sin. I didn't do it, my animal did it, maybe it's more like a tzedakah pledge that people would... So basically, are people self-motivated to pay a kapara to the point where they would no no longer need to take a mashkin? That was the question they asked. So, chai kapara mai, kivin the kapari Khatas v'ashem d'ami. Do we say that because it's a kapar, it's like hatas and osham, and people are self-motivated, and therefore you don't, Bezdin would not have to go take a mashkin to make sure to guarantee that he pays. Or perhaps people don't perceive it that way. Why? Because it's not like I'm giving money to a shul, and I'm not giving the money to tzedaka, and I'm not giving money to the Beis HaMikdash. I'm giving money to this John. It doesn't feel like tzedakah when you're giving money to your to a person, a regular person. Again, my root, my ox kills John's, uh, kills John. I have to give John's family uh, 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 a se- a pay- payment, keiver. Even if it's a kapara, does it feel like you're giving tzedakah? No, it doesn't feel like, it was, like you're giving payment to a guy. It's not like you're writing a check to Hatzalah. So because of this, maybe people are not so motivated. So, inami, and he added another thing. Another reason why people won't be motivated is because I didn't do anything wrong. It's my act, so why should I uh, kapara? They don't. Want, people don't perceive it as a kapara. So that, those are all the questions he's throwing out. Ravach Yaakov is not peppering Rabbi Nachman. So Amalei Rabbi Nachman says Shavkin, stop. Leave me alone. I was stumped by the first one. Meaning, like, okay, I, I get it. I get it. You know, like you got me at the first question. We we could stop now. We don't have to keep doing this. Okay. Let's keep going. Tan rabbanon. I would assume, by the way, if I had to guess, Rav HaKam Yaakov is probably like learning the sugya. Yeah, of, so. of, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you like this, just quick maisa about Rav Moshe Feinstein. Rav Kalman told us this, that um, he said the bracha on Rav Moshe, the bracha for Chacham Razam, which is a bracha you on Chacham. I think he said three or four times about Rav Moshe. But he said he never was motivated. He never went into it like planning on saying it. He was just blown away that a human being could know that much with that that level of clarity. So he said that one time that he decided he wanted to talk to her emotion learning. So he decided, he's like, I'm going to prep. He's like, I'm not going to learn, I'm not going to go into him with a Shailon or a Chaim because he's mamish holding. Even Yerdei uh, or, or Ebenezer. I mean, these are, these are Shailos, he gets you a and Velayla. him He's gonna, he said, uh, he had just come back from, like, Brisk or wherever he was. He said, I'm, I'm going to, so he, like, weeks, he was, like, holding, learning a sugyan. And he, Mamish had it clear, sugyan kachim, and he went in to talk to Ramayish about it. He walked away, he said, it's as if he had just seen it. Like, Ramayish Mamish knew it. He said with a recall that he, he said he had, it was unbelievable. And he said, this is kachim. Like, what, how, like when was the last time he said, Mamish, every sheet to reshide clear. It's crazy so anyway so I'm uh, going back to this I would assume that Ravachah was probably like holding in the suge and say it was motivated I don't know Tan on. okay very interesting brysa we're going to go through the brysa slowly because this brysa is going to take us basically to the end of the dach the brysa says like this yep Shalu tam. I borrow an ox from Gavin assuming it's a tam but turns out it's a mud so what's the halacha and it gores so the animal gores, so the animal has to pay Nezek Shalom. Now, I thought I would only have to pay, I, I thought it was a tam. I'm paying 50%, and Gavin pays 50%. Okay. So far, so good. Now, by the way, notice how I borrow a mu'ud. I think it's a tam, I borrow it from you. It doesn't revert back, like, you know we have that concept that when it changes ownership, it restarts? Apparently, borrowing doesn't restart the clock. Okay, fair, fair enough, right? Again, I borrow your mu'ud thinking it's a tam, it's a mu'ud. It's treated as a mu'ud, even though I, I'm now in charge. The answer is, I'm not the new owner. Let's keep going. Next line, would bebeishar. Let's say you give me a tam, and it gores three times by me. So it becomes a mu'ud. And then I return to you the borrowed animal. The price says it restarts the clock. Now that's kind of a contradiction if you think about it. Again, the first case is I take an ox from Gavin thinking it's a tam, but it's actually a mu'ud. It's a mu'ud. And it doesn't restart the clock. I pay half, you pay half. But if you give me a tom to borrow, and it gores three times under my possession, and then I give it back to you, it restarts the clock. So it's kind of strange. It's like, does... Borrowing, restart the clock or not, it kind of contradicts itself from one line to the next. Maybe. There are ways out of it. There's about four the gemara is going to give. But conceptually, like, at at the first glance, it's a little bit of a contradiction. It goes back to the Falun, so that... Correct. A little different. You're the original owner. I'm not the owner. I'm the borrower as opposed to giving it to me. It's not change ownership. Going back to you is. Okay. We'll we'll see. Okay. Um, Let's analyze this first case. I borrow an ox from Gavin thinking it's a tam. The name's It turns out to be a mud and then it gores. So So I pay 50%, you pay 50%. The Gemara wants to know. I'm the borrower. Yes, I borrow from Gavin thinking it's a tam. Let me ask you a question. Why isn't that like a mekak toys? I didn't think I was getting a mood, I should say I'm the Legamri. I didn't think. Why am I? Why do I have to pay it all? I should tell the owner, I'll tell Gavin. I borrowed, an, I meant to borrow an ox, not a lion. Meaning, I, I never thought I, I wanted, an, I, wasn't, I didn't think I was borrowing an aggressive animal. So, the response to that is, The case is where you knew that he was aggressive, meaning when Gavin gave me the animal, he may not have said it's a muid, but he told me very clearly this is an aggressive animal. I knew I was not getting a little sheep. Like, I knew I was getting an animal that I would have to really hold on to. Okay. So, here's the question though. Vinamali, Tom Shirley, Mood mu- Shirley. Fine, I understand. I knew it was aggressive. But wh- why can't I say the following thing, right? Again, I borrowed that ox from Gavin. I think it's a tam. It turns out to be a Mood. The ox gores, and we have to pay $100 of the damage. I pay 50 you pay 50 Why can't I say to you, listen, it's a I didn't, I, I didn't think I was borrowing a mood. I thought I was borrowing a tam. I, I knew it's aggressive. I understand that. But I didn't think I, I was borrowing a mood. The answer to that is very simple. This, this whole gemara is just sort of like a bing, bing, back and forth. These tainas are not real tainas. It's more just like a conversation. The answer is, M'shem da'amre leh, itam hu Hashanami, Zil, Shalom, Pal, the reason why it's not a time is like this. What, what is my claim? Again, I borrow an ox from Gavin thinking it's a Tom, it turns out to be a mood. Animal does damage, I pay 50%, he pays 50%. So the Gemara says, why can't I say, why should I pay at all? I thought I was borrowing a Tom. Gavin would respond, even if you were borrowing a Tom, you'd have to pay 50%. So you're still paying 50%, what's the difference? Again, I'm paying 50%, I'm not paying 100%. I'm, it's $100 worth of damage, I'm paying 50 bucks. I'd have to pay fifty bucks if it was a tom, too. The only difference is you're paying the remainder. Okay, it was enough Afghan in a minute. I think a word because I know I need to be responsible with this. That's the concept, right? Yeah. So over here, I have a responsibility that I, it's like me letting my ox out. By I you, the owner. By not warning the guy, it's like me opening the gate. So I think the Gemara the feels. I, I hear the point. I think the Gemara's point is that because you mentioned that it's aggressive. Uh, that, that's 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 enough. And by the way, I had to do a, a semi-decent job watching it. I mean, it's still it's still an animal that's still responsible, I'm saying. I would agree with that. But that's the Gemara's point. The Gemara's point is that all of this is very nice conceptually, but like from a payment perspective, you're going to pay 50% anyway. Whether it's a Tom or a mood, I'm paying 50%. So I'm paying 50% now, and you're paying the remaining. Okay, oh, there's no difference. So why should I care? So the Gemara says, well, <laughs> the Gemara's like, well, the guy's clever, the guy learned talach. He's like, yeah, but if it was a Tom it would have a cap. The like Gemara says the response to that is safe, safe. The answer is doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, if I take an ox from you and it causes damages, I'm going to have to pay you anyway. I'm, gonna have, I'm responsible for this. So whether I'm responsible because it's a tam or whether I'm responsible 50% of a mood, it doesn't really make much of a difference. I mean, there could be maybe a case where maybe, but the Gemara feels like in most cases it's not going to make much of a difference. So the Gemara says, Benemale. Okay, go to the next page. But let him tell the owner, have my Wait, wait, wait a minute. If I knew it was a Tam, I could have been moda bimixis, moda, moda bknas potter, right? One of the rules is that when the payment is a knas and I admit my guilt, I don't have to pay. So, the animal attacked. Now, if it's a tom, I could have just admitted my guilt and I wouldn't have to pay at all. But now that it's a mood, I have to pay regardless. That's a big deal. And the Gemara says, I, what if you feel that Nezek is mamon and then being moda doesn't do anything? And if you feel, and even if you feel that, that Nezek is mamon so being moda is nothing, That's very interesting. itam A very strange response. I could have said to the owner, I could have told Gavin, again, I borrow an ox from Gavin thinking it's a tom. It turns out to be a moot. It gores. So Gavin says to me, you pay 50%, I pay 50%. I'm like, yeah, but I thought it was a tom. The answer is, what's the difference? He's still going to pay 50%. I'll tell you how it's the difference. Tom, you only pay from the animal itself, yeah? What if the animal goes away? What if you like a, a mob boss, what if this animal happens to go to a swamp somewhere? Then I don't have to pay. I mean, it's a very, very not nice thing to do, but actually, if you think about it, right? My animal, Sam, forget about this case. My animal is a tom, a gorsier animal. You take me to court. Court can only make me pay if they know the value of my animal. What if the animal is, poof, what if it's, uh, yeah, what if it's nowhere to be found? I don't have to pay. So the Gemara says, me, I could tell the owner, if you would have told me it's a tom, I would have just taken it to the swamp. Which is a very not nice thing to do, but it would have worked. So why isn't that a taina? I shouldn't have to pay at all. You'll say, why? You're going to pay anyway if it was a tav. It's like not necessarily. I could have made the animal go away. That's of like amigo. It's not amigo. It's just like I guess it's an uh, maybe it's me. I don't know. It's more of an option. I don't know. But it's like also it's like according to you're not allowed to do this. But he's just saying I could have I could have I could have yeah. gotten away without paying, right. and therefore I shouldn't have to pay at all. Elo <laughs> you know the answer is? The case is where the court seized it, meaning. The court sees that I couldn't what was your time? I could have made the animal go away. The answer is the court took it from you. You could have done it. <laughs> if you wanted, you would have a shot. The, the court seized it without you having the opportunity to hide it. So there's no time. So the Gemara now says the reverse. Wait a minute. Court seized it from who? From me. So why does Gavin have to pay? Why can't Gavin say the Gemara says, Then, let Gavin respond. Namely, why can't Gavin say, "Why am I paying at all? You shouldn't have let the court. You shouldn't have given over to the court." Meaning, like we were focusing on me paying, but now the owner has to pay fifty percent because the animal was uh, was a mood. Why can't Gavin now say, "Why am I paying at all? You should not have given over. You should have taken the animal, got rid of it. I mean, why are you giving the animal to the to the courts to?" So the Gemara says, the Gemara says, Because <laughs> I say to Gavin. And if I gave you the ox, what would happen? The courts would have knocked on your door too. It's not like they it's not like they only know where I live. We're just having a back and forth like conversation. We're just, which one? Before? No, case No, Gavin, I'm saying the owner could have a taina on the on the on the on the borrower and saying that why'd you give over the ox to the courts? Should have given it to me. No, us, meaning I should have given it to me, and then I used to respond to you. But then Bezel would take it from you, and then you respond. Namely, I would take it to the swamp. The answer is the reason why that's not a taina. What are we talking about? We're not. I, 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 we're just having a conversation. I understand. How's this conversation going? I, I, I borrow an ox from Gavin, thinking it's Tom, um, but it's actually a muud the, the animal gores. I pay 50%, Gavin pays 50%. How did the animal get? Uh, why, why didn't I hide the animal? The answer is, I gave it over to the courts. So Gavin now has a tie on me. Why'd you give it over to the courts? You should give it to me. So I said, Well, if I gave it over to you, the court would just take it from you. And then Gavin says, No, if you gave it to me, I would have thrown it into the swamp. And the response to that is, Mishandamarle, Saif Saif Lav Malia Kumishdami? The answer is, This is not a Tom, and you know it's not a Tom. This whole argument of bringing it to the swamp only works if it's a tom. If it's a Muid, it doesn't matter where the animal is. You have to pay. There's no cap. Meaning, the, the whole taina of I could have put it in the swamp doesn't work by the owner. The owner knows that it's a muid. This animal's a muid, yeah? Gavin knows it's a muad. He's the owner. So what's his taina on me? You, sh- you should give it to me. And then what would you have done with it? Take it to the swamp? Who cares? It's a muid. You have to pay anyway, Nezek Shalin. So the Gemara says... What if Gavin could say the following? If you would have given it to me, I would have taken it to the swamp. And then I would say, what's the difference? A muud you have to pay. It does not do with the animal. The answer is, Gavin's like, I don't have a penny to my name. The only way they could have collected the money was from the ox itself. I have no money. Right? If a guy, if there's a muud, yeah, and the owner has no money, the only money he had was this ox. If you would have hid the ox, they wouldn't have gotten the money. The answer is, to that, the response is, M'shem to Huh? What's the guy got to then? He's just being a. Yeah. yeah. Well, the answer is. <laughs> the answer is, it's not a taina. Why? Again, you give me an ox to, to borrow. Yeah. The ox gores Adam's ox, whatever it is. Yeah. Bezdin comes and takes it. You have a taina. What should I have done? I should have given it to you and then, and then you would have hit it somewhere. I can't give it to Adam directly. Give it to Bezdin. You want to know why I can't give it to Adam directly or to Bezdin? I owe you the ox. 'Cause it's your ox. You owe them money because you're the owner. The halacha is when A owes B and B owes C, you could just pay C directly. It's a transitive property and payment. Because Bezdin is coming on behalf of Adam. Uh-huh. Meaning so so Gavin's like, Well, you shouldn't have given it to them directly. Give it to me, it's my animal. The answer is yeah, but you owe them money. I owe you the ox, you owe them, I could pay them. No ta'ina on me. That's the rule. That's the rule of shibudirav nasan. Shibudirav nasan means the transit of property works in halacha. That if I owe Gavin a hundred dollars and Gavin owes Menasha a hundred dollars, I am allowed to just give money straight to Menasha, and Gavin can't have a tainah on me. That's the halacha. So the Gemara says, Mishum derav nasan, the tainah of nasan oimer, Menai l'noisha bechaverim moniv, bechaverim bechaverim, Menai shemetzim zeh v'noisin l'ze, tam Okay, one last little gemara. There's two more gemaras, but it's very easy. The last point was that we had a contradiction in the brysa. What was the contradiction? Does change in ownership restart the Tom and muud clock? What was the first line of the brysa? The first line of the brysa is, I borrow an ox from Gavin, that's Gavin's, that is a muud, but I think it's a Tom. What's the halacha? It's a muud. Meaning, even though I borrowed it, it does not restart the clock. But then the brysa said, if I borrowed a Tom from Gavin and then in my possession it became a muud and I give it back to Gavin, it restarts the clock. So the first part of the Brysa says does not restart the clock. The second part of the Brysa says it does restart the clock. That is a contradiction. So the Gemara says, There is a contradiction in the Brysa. Does re-giving borrowed an animal, does borrowing an animal restart the clock? The first part of the Brysa says no. The second of the Brysa says yes. What is the halacha? So, when you have a contradiction, there are multiple options to resolve the contradiction. The first one is the most simple. Rav Yechonin says, these two lines in the brysa are not authored by the same people, meaning it's a machlaikas. The first part of the brysa follows the view that restarting that, that changing ownership does not restart the clock. The second part of the brysa holds it. it does. It's a machlaikas, machlaikas in the brysa. No, no names and no indication, but it's a, a machlaikas in the brysa. So that's the first answer. Rabba has a second answer. I think there's uh, three answers. Rabba says, Generally, changing ownership, changing ownership, Taka does not change, does not restart the clock. So how come the end of the price it does? Again, the end of the price is, Gavin gives me a, uh, to borrow, gives me an ox. It gores three times in my domain. Becomes a mood. I give it back to Gavin, and restarts the clock. Really, it generally does not restart the clock when there's a change in ownership. But over here, I, I was a borrower. Gavin can say it is not right that while I own the animal, just because it was in your house for a couple days, it, it to become a mood. Meaning, changing in ownership does not restart the clock. And if Gavin were to sell it to me, it would not restart the clock. The difference is I borrowed it from him, and it's his animal. So it's not fair that under my jurisdiction it becomes a mood. That's, that's the halakha. That's the second approach. And the third approach is the opposite. Rafapa Papa am the to Rishus Mishana, Na, Mishana. Really, no. Ra, ra, was this? Ra, papa? Really, changing ownership does restart the clock. So how come in the first case, what was the first case? I borrow a mu'ud from Gavin. It's Gavin's animal. I borrow a mu'ud from him. Comes into my domain. It's treated as a mu'ud. How come you don't say that it changes ownership, it should change, restart the clock? The difference is, in people's perceptions, they know it's Gavin's that's the difference and it's interesting that perception matters but he says the difference is when there's a sale that in people's mind is a change in ownership but when and and when i return it to you it goes back to you that's in people's minds it goes back to the original owner but when you lend it to me it's perceived as your animal still so if it was a muid in your jurisdiction Lending it to me is not going to change that, even though generally changing ownership does restart the clock, in people's mind it's Gavin's, it's Gavin's car, you understand? In people's mind it's Gavin's car, and they know Gavin's car is a mood. That, that's, that, that's the difference. It's, it's in, in people's perception there was no change in ownership. No, Shom- but my point is the reverse, if it were to be that in my domain, as the borrower, it became a mood. Giving it back to Gavin, it would restart the clock because in people's minds, it's always Gavin's. Meaning borrowing, sale is a change in ownership. Mom, restarts should restart the clock. But borrowing, it, it, only, it only restarts the clock if there's a perception of a change. Going to my domain when I'm the borrower is not a percept, perceptive change. Right. Going back is. Meaning that, that, you understand what I'm saying. The perception yeah. is that it's always Gavin's. So therefore, it's always the owners. Therefore, if you give it to me, it's not going to change ownership. If I made it a muta, give it back to you. It is because it's going back to its rightful owner. It's, it's, I want to say that's change of ownership going on there. It's in my if I let you something, you screwed it up. Well, that's okay. more the second yeah, mahallech. Like the, the second mahalakh is a little bit more of that. Yeah, the third one is more. The third one is more perception than actually changing. You're right because the third one it really. Borrowing one direction does change, borrowing that because in perception, it's going back to its original owner. Interesting. One last little suya I with this. We're not going to get to the end of the daf, but just get to the end of the suya. The uh, suya says like this. If you have an ox from an arena, like a, 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 a gladiator ox or like a bullfighter, bullfighters are not supposed to kill, but they used to train oxen to kill people, to kill slaves. That was their entertainment. So if the ox kills someone, it doesn't become a, a muid. I'm sorry, it doesn't get the death penalty. It doesn't get the death penalty in court because the posse described an ox killing someone as opposed to this one where it's trained to kill. That's the difference. It's not it, it, Over here it's like an onus. It's like it's forced to kill. It doesn't really have much of a choice. Mm-hmm. The question is like this. Ibo I understand that if an ox from a gladiator ox, I'll just call it gladiator ox, you know what I mean. If an ox that's trained to kill in the gladiator thing, we're not going to give it the death penalty because it's not choosing to kill. It's being forced to kill. It has no choice. What about using it as a cardinal? Generally, if an ox kills someone, he can't use it as a carbon. But again, the question is, is this gladiator ox different? Do we say at the end of the day it killed someone so it can't be used as a carbon? Or do you say, no, it's not its fault. It didn't do anything wrong, so it could be used as a carbon. That's the question. Rav Amar Kosher, Shmuel Amar Puzzle. is Rav and Shmuel. Rav Amar Kosher, Rav says it could be used as a carbon. because on It's 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 not, it's, it had no choice. It was an onus. Shmuel Amar Puzzle, be a Be'aveyra. Shmuel says it's possible because at the end of the day it killed somebody. May we'll do a brisa, and we'll just uh, we'll end with this. The brisa says Behema. the brisa is describing which animals could be a carbon, Minabema, harova vesanerva to exclude an animal that uh, lived with a person, that sodomized a person or an animal that was that a man lived with the animal. If an animal lived with a woman, it can't be used as a carbon. and if a man lived with the animal, it can't be used as a carbon either. Anytime it's involved in beer with a human bestiality, it's possible for a carbon. And Min bakar, and then from the cattle, Lahoiti is a to exclude an animal that they did avodazara to. And minatzon, lahotzi es amuksa. To minatzon is to exclude another type of uh, something that one was slaughtered for an avodazara, one became an avodizara. And uminatzon, um, the extra vav, is lahotzi es It's to exclude an animal that gored someone to kill. So you have in this braisa excluding animals that cannot be fit for a carbon, And that's bestiality, avodazara, and if the animal killed somebody. All in the same braisa. What's the implication? The implication I'm Raph Shimin Imnamar Lama Nemak. Why do I need both? The answer is Mim Namar Noigach, Lamar Riva. Why does the Pasa have to exclude both? The answer is because some halakhas apply only to bestiality and not for murder. How so? Roiva, when it comes to bestiality, also by Oignus Karotzin. There's no difference whether it's an oinus or a whether the animal's living with the person, Rotson, whether it's living with whether the person's living with the animal, Rotson, but and Rotson are all the same. But no in his but when the animal kills somebody, it's only an issue if it's only an issue if it uh if it if it did so willingly. If it was a gladiator animal, say it killed Baines, not a problem. Now by the way, stop right there, not a problem meaning it could be fit as a carbone. And the Gemara is going to reject that. No, no, no. Not a problem is that it doesn't get the death penalty. Still not fit to be a carbon. That, that's how the Gemara will The Gemara continues. And an animal kills somebody, pays kaifer, but there's no kaifer for bestiality. The Gemara tomorrow will figure out what exactly is the case. Fine. What do you see in this Brysa? So the Brysa said, The ended up by saying, In bestiality, the animal is puzzled. The animal is treated. As having done bestiality, whether it was or as opposed to killing someone, if the animal killed someone b'inis, like it was a, a gladiator animal, it is not the problem. Well, my regarding what halacha, lav the carbon is it not referring to a carbon meaning. Pashtus the Bryce is saying that if an animal killed someone b'inis, it was a gladiator animal, it could f- it's still fit to be a carbon, and that's a raya to rav, that's a raya to rav that it's kosher. Sagmar says no. No, 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 no. Really, it's possible for a carbon. So, what does it mean that if the animal killed someone, it's not a problem? It means you don't have to give the death penalty. And that's the Kuliyama. The conversion is, I think that makes sense. One well, with this. Because if you think it's talking about carbon, it doesn't make sense to say that if an animal uh, killed someone, uh, but Onus, you could be fit for a carbon because there's no indication in the POSSIC regarding carbonus that there's a difference between Onus and Rotson. No indication. And Lava must be that it's talking about and it's not a Raya Tarav at all. All right, we'll stop here. Yeah. Pick it up tomorrow, Mr. Sean.